This is Autolang Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Sean is out on the media drive for the Hyundai Ioniq 6, so I'm filling in for today and tomorrow. And now the news. When Volkswagen resurrected the Scout brand, it thought about hiring a contract manufacturer to build its electric pickups and SUVs, like Magna or Foxconn. But CEO Scott Keogh says they decided to build a brand new factory in South Carolina because of the Inflation Reduction Act. The subsidies it offers are just so generous. Keogh even compares it to the 1849 California Gold Rush. Scout will build a $2 billion factory in South Carolina, which will start producing EVs in 2026, and it's going to have an annual capacity to make 200,000 vehicles. Boy, Ford is making a gutsy move here. It's going to break out its financial reports by business unit, not by geographical region. Those business units are Ford Blue, the old ICE part of the company, Ford Model E, its EV unit, and Ford Pro, its commercial business. And that means Ford's going to lay bare the fact that it is losing billions on its EV business. Ford Blue, the ICE unit, is expected to make a $7 billion profit this year. Ford Pro is expected to come in with a $6 billion profit, nearly double what it was a year ago, while Ford Model E is expected to lose $3 billion. So why would CEO Jim Farley want to make everyone aware of how much money Ford is losing on EVs? Well, for one thing, he wants Ford Model E to be run as a startup, and startups don't make money until they hit scale. For another thing, this is going to put enormous pressure on Model E to show real progress year over year. By 2026, Farley expects Model E to be producing 2 million EVs annually and to generate an 8% EBIT margin. You know that price war that Tesla kicked off in China? Sure seems to be working. More than 34,000 China-made Tesla vehicles were registered in February, up 40% compared to a year ago, and 25% higher than in January. The Model Y saw registration spike 80% in February compared to January, but Model 3 registrations actually dropped 35%. Through the first two months of the year, Tesla has sold more than 61,000 made-in-China vehicles up nearly 40% from a year ago. And when Tesla reports its first quarter earnings, we'll have to see if the jump in sales more than offset the cut in prices. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. You know, some people worry that there will not be enough lithium to make all the batteries needed for all the EVs that the auto industry plans to build. But what if you don't need any lithium at all? Battery companies in China, the US, and the UK are experimenting with sodium ion batteries in place of lithium ion. Sodium is more plentiful and found in more places than lithium. It doesn't burn, and it doesn't seem to be affected much by cold weather. Best of all, it's cheaper. 
at scale. Sodium ion batteries would be half the price of lithium ion. The downside? They don't have as much energy density, about 25% less than iron phosphate batteries. But they could be perfect for low-cost urban city cars. And Bloomberg New Energy Finance says that alone could help ease up demand for lithium. You know, everywhere you turn these days, there seems to be another EV startup. Now there's even one from Poland. Meet the Isera electric crossover and hatchback. They were actually designed by Pininfarina, and they sit on an EV platform developed by Geely. If everything goes according to plan, these cars will be built by a government-backed company called Electromobility Poland starting in 2025. There's not a lot of info available on the EVs, except that they're going to have a 250-mile range, and they'll go from 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in 7 seconds. But what is so noticeable to us is the international aspect of this effort. A quasi-governmental Polish company wants to launch an EV using a platform that was developed in China that was styled by an Italian design house that's actually owned by Mahindra in India. The last time that Dodge launched an all-new product was in 2011 with the Durango. So Dodge dealers must be doing backflips over the new Hornet, which gets them into the fastest-growing segment in the market. This CUV is based on the same platform and body as the Alfa Romeo Tonale, but with some important differences. The base engine in the Hornet GT is a 2-liter turbo that generates 268 horsepower and 295 pound-feet of torque. It's mated to a 9-speed automatic and does 0 to 60 in 6.5 seconds. Or you can opt for the Hornet RTP have with a 1.3-liter turbo. It gets a front motor generator with 44 horsepower and a rear E-axle with a 90-kilowatt electric motor. Put it all together, and the RTP have offers 388 horsepower and 383 pound-feet. But wait, there's even more, what Dodge calls Power Shot. Push a power button on the console, pull back both paddle shifters at the same time, and floor it, and you get an additional 30 horsepower for 15 seconds. That knocks the 0 to 60 time down to 5.6 seconds. A gimmick to be sure, but it's going to get people talking about this car. The PHEV also delivers 30 miles of BEV range from its 15.5 kilowatt hour battery pack. Prices range from about $30,000 to $35,000 for the GT and $40,000 to $45,000 for the RTP PHEV. The GT should be arriving at dealerships now, while the RT comes later in the year. At Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. Hub Motors could provide designers with a lot more flexibility when they're developing new vehicles. They'd allow vehicles to be smaller and lighter without sacrificing interior room. And that's why two developments from BMW and another one from Scheffler caught our eye. 
BMW is investing in a German startup called Deep Drive that developed an electric motor with a space-age sounding name to it, a radial flux dual rotor motor. It's smaller, lighter, and cheaper than today's electric motors, but has high energy density. Even though BMW iVentures invested in it, Deep Drive is actually working with eight of the top 10 automakers in the world, and it plans to be in production with this motor in 2026. Meanwhile, Scheffler also developed a hub motor, but this one is aimed at municipal utility vehicles like road sweeping trucks, compact vans, and snow plows. Hub motors have all the drive components and brakes built right into them, and they fit inside a 14-inch rim. So they eliminate the gearbox, the drive shafts, and CV joints, and that reduces energy losses. Output ranges from 7 kilowatts to 25 kilowatts, with bursts up to 60 kilowatts, and they're available with 48 or 400 volts, and Scheffler's also looking at higher voltage too. Best of all, each hub motor can be controlled individually in terms of power or even which direction they rotate. And conceivably, that means you could even eliminate the steering column, the steering rack, and the tie rods. Say, can old-fashioned car companies really compete with the EV startups? That's one of the topics we'll be talking about today on AutoLine After Hours. We've got Mike Colloran, the Vice President of Marketing and Sales of Nissan North America, Kalia Hall from the Detroit News, and Charlie Vogelheim from The Flying Car, all coming on the show. And we invite you to join us when we go live at 3 p.m. Eastern Time today. But with that, we wrap up today's report. And thank you for making AutoLine Daily one of your regular stops. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.